0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach December podcast. The topic for our podcast today is the new year replacing resolutions with intentions using NHA. We will be talking today about how your personal growth with NHA affects the way you set intentions for the new year versus the typical resolutions. We are delighted to have you join us on this lovely December day. I am Stephanie Rule, a certified NHA advanced trainer, teaching and coaching NHA to parents, teachers, and mental health professionals in the local community of the Roseville, Sacramento area. And I work for the Children's Success Foundation as the STAR program coordinator. I am also a wife and a parent of two children, ages four and seven, and we live in a Nurtured Heart household. I am honored to be your co-host with Howard Glasser today, Howie is the creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach and chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Good morning, Howie. How are you?
1: Hi, Stephanie. How are you?
0: Hi. I'm wonderful. How are you?
1: I can't wait to hear this conversation about intention. Yes.
0: Uh, me too. I've been waiting for, I don't know, about a week or not, a week and a half or so, been excited about it, thinking about it.
1: Mm.
0: Well, before we jump into the conversation, um, we do have listeners who are new to the Nurtured Heart Approach. Would you like to give them your quick 30-second thumbnail of what NHA is before we dive in?
1: Well, you know, uh, I'll I'll start by saying that Nurtured Heart Approach has always been uh, about seeing the greatness in others and about expressing that and Mm -hmm. about getting the things that can get in the way out of the way, um, eliminating the interference so that um, the words of appreciation can sink in and having those words be very powerful. There are a lot of people out there who who hugely love their partners, love their kids, and who uh, hit roadblocks mm-hmm. because the yeah. end. And hey, Howie,
0: what? Howie, we've lost you. Can't really hear you. I don't know if you moved somewhere in your house where you lost your No.
1: Attention. There um, you are. Can you Hello. hear me now? Going.
0: Yes, thank you. Uh, did
1: you hear any of what I said?
0: <laughs> um, well, um, back up about a sentence or two.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. That's too bad. It was the best <laughs> I ever did. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there, I said there's a lot of people. There, there may be an epidemic of people, who, uh, parents, for instance, who love their children to bits, but have, a, who have a tough time because they hit interference of how. The energy of relationship works and nurtured heart, approach. and the same is true as we all know in relationships and partnerships. Um, you know, they, you know, the percentages, you know, uh, don't lie. They, it's it's hard for people um, based on normal ways of interacting, and nurtured heart approach eliminates the interference and allows people to ride the waves of of being in that positive place of being um, successful in, in in being appreciative the way they've always wanted to be.
0: I love that. I love the idea of removing
1: the, the interference
0: so that the recognitions that we give to each other of each other's greatness can actually sink in and be downloaded. I love that. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's yeah. what people have always wanted all along, but they mm-hmm. just get caught up in in, in that interference, and it's, it's so my intention for the year is to eliminate the interference.
0: Mm, I love that. That's a great intention. Wow, what a great, great way to kick off this conversation. Thanks, Howie, for that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should go ahead and introduce our guest speakers to um, go ahead and get this topic of the new year replacing resolutions with intentions going. So the first guest speaker that we have for the day is Samantha Pierce. Samantha was initially trained as a plant scientist, and her experiences as a mother inspired her to focus on autism, parenting, and education. She has worked with young adults with mental health issues and children with behavior challenges. Samantha weaves NHA into her work on autism, education, advocacy, and parenting, she provides community training to help transform the experiences of families and educators. Samantha lives in Syracuse, New York, with her husband and five children, affectionately known as The Horde. Welcome, Samantha. We're so happy to have you here on the podcast today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh,
2: you're yeah. welcome. Hi,
1: Samantha. It's 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 great to hear your voice.
0: <clears throat> yes. Awesome. So Samantha will come right back to you. I'm going to go ahead and introduce our second guest speaker, and um, her name is Anka Nikolai. And Anka is a licensed marriage and family therapist in magnificent Fort Collins, Colorado. Her previous work experience includes working as a Head Start teacher and caseworker, as well as a medical liaison in a residential treatment center with children ages 7 to 16 years. (coughs) After receiving her graduate degree, she worked at the local community mental health center first as a therapist in behavioral modification program, using dirt bike riding as a reward for children ages 10 to 18, and then as an addictions counselor for adults with co-occurring chronic mental health and addictions. She has also worked as part of a holistic treatment center alongside experts in various fields working together to support individuals and families from a multidisciplinary perspective, She is currently working in private practice utilizing the nurtured heart approach, brain spotting, EMDR, and mindfulness techniques in order to continue to provide a compassionate and supportive environment for all of her clients. She immigrated to the U.S. as a teenager, is a fan of languages and everything outdoors. She now resides near her beloved Colorado mountains with her fiancé and two high-energy dogs. Her daily intention is to fully experience and express gratitude. Welcome, Anka. We're so glad you're here today. Thank you so
3: much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yay. All right. So, you guys, as the new year approaches, I know that many people are beginning to think about setting their new year resolution, something we all start to think about right around this time of the year. The new year is an opportunity to start fresh, to kind of reset out of our old behaviors and habits, and to create new ones and healthy ones the trouble is that the resolutions we tend to set are typically very idealistic or unrealistic, like I'm going to lose 50 pounds by summer or I will never swear again, or we sometimes set lofty parenting resolutions such as I will never, ever get angry with my kids again. (laughs) With NHA, we often talk about this ability to reset out of living in the past and into being in the present moment. Um, so Anka and Samantha, I would love to hear some of your thoughts on how you think using NHA and setting clear intentions can look for people versus creating those lofty resolutions that often do not get met. Well, do any either of me. you feel – go ahead. Mm-hmm. Is that Samantha or Anka?
2: I, one of the things that I love about the Nurtured Heart Approach is that um, it lets you tackle – you know, all these great big things, one piece at a time, one day at a time. So rather than making all these great lofty goals about what it is we're not going to do, you can you can get up in the morning and say, okay, what am I going to do today? I'm going to look for what's right about today. And mm. in each and every moment of your day, you can say, okay, what's right about this moment? And you can celebrate your success in each and one of those every moments rather than um setting yourself up to you know for a big disappointment with one of these big lofty goals, you can set yourself mm-hmm. up to succeed moment by moment.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Think that's that's beautiful. It's the it's the concept of baby steps, you know, celebrating one tiny success at a time. Every little success we see in our children at a time. Mm-hmm. And we can also use that on ourselves, right? Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: Mm
3: mm-hmm. the thing that I um, think of with resolutions, they feel very black and white, very pass or fail. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be pretty rigid. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas with intention, it brings to mind our um, NAJ values sheet. so it's almost as if we were able to pick up one of those values like compassion, for example. Um, And if we intentionally aim to be compassionate throughout the day or throughout the week or throughout the year, then it doesn't feel so pass and fail. It feels like I can do this, and when I find myself not doing that, I can easily reset into it. And so Mm -hmm. I think it it is less likely to lead to that sense of failure or shame Mm -hmm. or, you know negative self-talk because we have failed in our very rigid resolution.
1: You know, I'd love to jump in and just uh, say I love what you're both saying, and and, um, you're so right that people can wind up beating themselves up. The very resolution that people hope will take them to some exalted place can be the source of failure, Um, and what – Is beautiful. Also, about what you're saying is, uh, is that you you know when you hit a snag on one of those continuums of qualities, you know, uh, uh, compassion's a continuum. What there's no there's no finality to how great. Great can be when it comes. We're all exploring, and we're all doing compassion differently. For instance, so if we hit our own snag, we could reset and use that energy to go further. And and um, what Samantha said is so brilliant too about you know it's about being you know it allows us to be present. And 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 I think you know along with that, if we're human beings growing, which I believe we are, then. Then you know the perfect amount of past shows up in, in 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 any one of those present moments. You know, so if we hit a snag, we and and we go, oh, okay, this has come up before. I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to take my compassion to the nth degree. Um, then, um, you know, we may get to, you know. Clear a path through some past that's been in our way for a while, so it's really kind of fun to have you guys start out this conversation that way.
2: Mhm <laughs> mm-hmm. do- I think another thing that um having an intention instead of a resolution, it frees you up to be yourself um uh, a resolution kind of locks you in to trying to be something that you're not. Whereas uh, with an intention, you can be who you are and let your personality run free while you're recognizing. So um, Annika mentioned uh, compassion. You can let your personality run free while you are recognizing compassion in yourself and in others. Uh, so it's it's freeing in that way,
3: intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I I enjoy um, languages a lot, and so when I considered doing this podcast, I looked up the um, definitions and the roots of the two words resolution and intention. And so what you're saying, Samantha, is really bringing that up for me because when we read about the word resolution. Um, some of the meanings for that word is to break into parts or to do again or to go backward, whereas the some of the meanings for the word intention is to stretch out, to give light to, to give attention to. And so it's almost as if the word intention means it's already within us, we just need to stretch it out versus resolution is, to fix, to re-find a solution for something. So it impl- implies a sense of brokenness or mm-hmm. lack of. So if we do, I mean, I would love to do maybe like a 30-second experiential activity if that would be possible. Absolutely, Go. sure. Yeah, that
1: so sounds wonderful.
3: Let's just all take a moment to find our breath. Wherever that might be, maybe on our nostrils or on our lips or in our chest or the rising of our belly. And then just focus on our, our attention on the word resolution. Maybe say it two or three times resolution. And just notice what happens in your body. If there are any sensations or if any thoughts or reactions. Resolutions, and if any of you would like to share what you noticed, I would appreciate that. Well, I
0: can say the first thing that I noticed was a tightening in my chest. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: um, definitely a tightening,
2: definitely a sensation of you're preparing for a fight. <laughs> mm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's, there's some <laughs> conflict coming. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah I, and I noticed it's a downward energy it's um mm-hmm. i don't know how to explain that but but it kept feeling um like it was an energy that um was um going out from me on an angle downward and, you mm-hmm. know into the ground mhm
3: um, mm-hmm.
1: but it didn't so feel, like- it didn't feel it didn't feel uplifting at all.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, my my recognition is of, of being forced or tight or just kind of feeling in a box. Mm-hmm. Mm. So let's take a moment and find, reset, and find our breath again. <clears throat> and now use the word intention. Repeated within a few times. And just scan your body, scan your energy. And if any of you would like to share, that would be great.
1: I felt um, a big smile on my face immediately. Um, I I felt lit up, like I don't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: I felt some of those similar feelings. I also felt like I was taking a stand in my life mm. for myself. Mhm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. That's beautiful. I mean, that, that's very symbolic of, I think, how resolutions and intentions come about, you know, and as the year approaches to this, the end, it's almost as if we get this burst of adrenaline, a burst of energy, um, And we're just so determined to go at it. We set these rigid resolutions, and then that adrenaline wears off. Mm -hmm. You know, a week or two or three weeks into the new year, we return back to what's familiar and what's comfortable, and we lose that adrenaline boost. And I think intention is just so different. It gives us direction, and it gives us light and... Um, a very positive hopeful energy
0: mhm absolutely
3: I mean, uh,
0: the sure di- the uh, difference
1: that i'm hearing in what you're saying is uh, one seems sustainable intention seems sustainable because mm-hmm. there is a certain lightness to it it's like you're saying it lights up a a, a direction and mm-hmm. um and resolution can actually be defeating because mm-hmm. it because you know you run out of adrenaline, and um, and and then you know the diet that you didn't fulfill, or the or the um, or working the out, promise, the promise you made to yourself that you you know two weeks into it that became flawed. You know, the next thing you know, you're carrying the weight
3: of mm-hmm.
1: of that failure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to say, intention with intentions, you know, there's there's a certain staying power because it there there is a certain amount of of freeing to be yourself and who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're not carrying around the weight of I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. It's it's you've pointed yourself in the direction that you're going to travel, um, mm. and you've you found your path and. This is it's the path that you'll stay on because it's the path that frees you to um, be who you are and express the best of what you have and also mm-hmm. to find the best in the your fellow travelers as you're on that path. Mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Well I know if we ask or if we find and if we even figure out for ourselves what the top three to five resolutions are, um, you know there we would probably find pretty common themes um, you know, to change our diet or to go to the gym x amount of times or to quit smoking mm-hmm. and when we look at these resolutions. I think typically they tend to be, quote unquote, bad habits, which often, I believe, play the purpose of a coping skill of some sort. You know, we tend to eat emotionally to deal with some feelings or difficult situations or um, we tend to not go to the gym so that we can distract ourselves by watching TV or Um, We smoke to be able to cope with certain issues. And so for New Year's, we set these rigid, often difficult um, goals. You know, I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to suddenly go to the gym five times a week or I'm just going to eat paleo all the time or clean eating all the time. And we forget to look at what might be beyond the coping skill, you know, what might be the root of the issue or, you know, what we're trying to distract ourselves from or deal with. And so we don't address that root of the issue. Um, And so by process of homeostasis, just regular human living, eventually we're going to return back to what's comfortable because that coping skill plays a purpose. And if we don't address what we're trying to cope with, we're going to need that coping skill again.
1: Are you saying that you would be, if you were advising somebody on this, you would, you would look for what intention would uh, solve that riddle? Yeah. And, yes. and help somebody so, form an intention? Can you give us correct. an example?
3: Correct, sure. So for example, um working out, you know, this tends to be gym memberships are at a peak in January and February, right?
1: I bet. So, yeah, I bet.
3: You know, so we often <laughs> I wouldn't know, I mean, but I <laughs> This once or twice I might have done it. Um you know, so just exercise, for example, working out. You know, oftentimes we have these very rigid, you know, I'm going to go to the gym five times because I want to look a certain way um, mm-hmm. or because I am i don't like the way I look. Oftentimes it's just that aesthetics piece, right? And so mm-hmm. if we took some time to explore how that happens, you know, the how of um, – not working out or eating or we might find reasons and times where we're eating as a way to cope with stuff. Maybe we're dealing with something that's traumatic or grief or some fear in our life. And so food, on a physiological level, food is very soothing, right? We get a little burst of dopamine every time we put food in our mouth. And so we get these little soothing moments by eating. And so by the process of exploration we can figure out maybe what the root cause of that emotional eating is and then by creating intentions of I will, you know, I, my intention is to be with my feelings or my intention is to reach out when I'm struggling with something then we're more likely to be able to deal with what we're coping with, to deal with that root of the issue. Therefore, perhaps avoid or decrease the amount of emotional eating. <clears throat> and we might be even more willing and more likely to make to make it to the gym. Yeah. What, if I were
1: going to just like uh, uh, frame what you just said, for the Nurtured Heart Approach listeners, um, I would say if I were intending to feel my feelings, if that's the intention I made, I would be willing to uh, just be honest with myself. When I'm frustrated, mm-hmm. mad, sad, mm-hmm. uh, angry, um, uh, I'm going to do the best I can. My intention might mm-hmm. be to do the best I can feeling my feeling. And then my intent, the intention not, that I've been holding, that I believe is in keeping with this approach, is to um, use the energy of that, not to try and figure out why I'm, I'm unhappy, why I get angry, or why I, you know, get sad. Which you know I hear you saying leads to these coping mechanisms, but just feel the feeling, allow that. And 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 once I feel the feeling, use the energy to reset or renew, as I'm calling it these days,
3: to, mm-hmm.
1: okay, what am I going to put that energy into? Am I going to put it into beating myself up and feeling lousy about myself, or am I going to put it into some quality that's going to help me along this path? So what quality might help me? So in this case, it might be I am I'm, uh, I am I I am going to I am the greatness of loving myself, or mm-hmm. I'm the greatness of uh, of really being there and and um, being honest with myself, or I'm mm-hmm. um, the greatness of of um, being compassionate. compassionate with my- when, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I I just wanted it to ex- pause to explain. To our listeners that um, this really is very much in keeping with nurtured heart approach, mm-hmm. you know uh, yes. instead, instead of going off track and going, "Oh, I got to figure out why I feel this way and then and then it's a downward spiral spiral mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. myself neg- energy to negativity
2: that somewhere behind these resolutions, there is the intention to do something good mm-hmm. for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 to go beyond that that resolution and go to that intention where we're intending to do something good for ourselves and kind of develop that that intention some more. And, Can you give uh, us a
1: personal example,
2: Samantha? Um, for, gosh. Um, hmm, I. Yeah, it's it's always so hard to talk about myself, <laughs> but I think for myself, um, doing something good for myself, I think, involves helping other people, and helping other people makes me feel really, really good. So instead of, um, you know, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I've, I've never really been good at it because, you know, a couple weeks into the New Year, it's like Forget about that <laughs> falling off the wagon, but um, when I see someone in need, you know it's really it's really easy to to see a you know a parent who's struggling with a child who's having a meltdown or having a really hard time and go over and speak with that child you know who and give the parent time to um, collect themselves, calm down. And just have a moment. And the kid's either going to be completely freaked out and remember that they actually like their parent, or they're going to be really engaged by this stranger who's talking to them. Um, so, and that you know, gives me that, that feeling of I've, I've really helped someone. Um, and you know, I've given this parent the opportunity to, to kind of reconnect with their child. So uh, um, so rather than, you know, dieting or something like that, I look for people that I can help.
3: You know, there's a lot of literature that um, discusses how as we get older, um, that sense becomes much more important of being of a community or focusing on others or helping or assisting. Um, And so that goes very well with this intention of having the focus on compassion and cooperation and love towards others versus, you know, these resolutions that tend to be so self-focused. And so even if we have goals or ideas to improve ourselves, if we can figure out a way to um, bring in that, that desire of being part of a community and belonging, I think could be really helpful. So instead mm-hmm. of maybe saying I'm going to go to the gym five times a week so that I can look a certain way, even shifting that to uh, my intention is to focus on going to the gym so that I can be healthy and be part of my family's activities and so that I can reach retirement and travel with my partner or, you know, be Mm. at my grandchild's wedding, if we can take advantage of the things that we have learned about us as humans, you know, and and utilize that knowledge to build solid um, intentions, Mm -hmm. that I think can help Mm -hmm. us to set ourselves to be successful.
1: I really love where you've gone with that. Um, I, I uh, one of one of my intentions is um, maybe un, less stated than some others is to be surprised, and and one I, I just love the surprise of life. Like if you work on what you're saying, the intention of being healthy, which is what I believe I heard you say that lies mm-hmm. underneath the, you know, the six-pack ab and, you know, um, you know, um, whatever the other goals of going to a health club, um, then, you know, you don't know what that looks like, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's an overarching intention. It's, uh, intentions that might have that quality of being overarching. So you might find that as you go forward, you're surprised. You're surprised mm-hmm. that going to the gym leads to making you want to eat better and it leads mm-hmm. to making you want to drink more water and leads to uh, making you want to um, use that quality time of retirement in more um, harmonious, uplifting ways. You know, you know, you, you just don't I, – I like that one – intention reveals another mm-hmm. endlessly. Yeah,
0: and, uh, yeah I yes. like that too. And I just,
1: I love the idea of the
0: intention behind the resolution. I keep mm-hmm. resonating with me. I keep hearing that in my, in my head as you guys are speaking. Um, and how it breaks when I think that way. And when I think about how there's an intention behind every resolution, it mm-hmm. makes me think that I, makes me feel that movement from that rigid resolution and unrealistic expectation of myself and Mm -hmm. movement out of that into, hey, I'm just here in this present moment, and I'm setting an intention for myself right here, right now, and I'm resetting out of that rigid space that I can't, I can't break out of, I can't break out of that rigidity. Um and I just I just love that picture and I love the connection that it gives our listeners as well to um to parenting with your children um and, and using the use of baby steps for them and the use of stepping out of that rigidity of that high expectation that nobody can meet, um and and showing them how to reach it by those successful baby steps and applauding them at each and every one. And I just, I just love that connection between being a parent and showing our kids that and mm-hmm. how it's connected to ourselves. And it's the same thing. We have to do that for us, too. Um, so that going right back to what I started the, conver- the sentence with, which is I love the intention behind the resolution. That just really resonates with me. This conversation has been amazing. and enjoying it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, um, Steph, um, that you've witnessed uh, at, uh, you know, the trainings we do, the the certification trainings we do, is uh, we've gone from uh, really that the rigidity of goal setting, you know, that practice we've done for a couple of years, um, and and there's been research that says when you – um when you uh, set a goal and when you um speak of here's what I'm going to do cuz a lot of people like to share what's your new year's resolution you know and and you say it out loud your mind the research has been around for 100 years and it's recently been um replicated and and the uh the person who did the latest version said Your mind believes you've already accomplished it by saying here's what I'm going to do as opposed to having a vision and allowing yourself to uh, let the vision lead to an intention and and therefore you're not saying the micro steps that you would in a resolution and you're not undermining your own um, process. So your mind then your mind and your heart can go to work at putting your intention into play. Does that make any sense?
3: Yeah, that's fascinating. It is
1: fascinating. Yeah, it's changed the way I I do a whole section of the certification trainings now because I don't want people to speak about the micro steps forward setting a goal. I want them to just have an intention to have a vision of what they want and let that vision inform their intention.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, to me, the bottom line is when I think of resolutions, it just feels like these giant Everest, you know, it's just going cold turkey or just some significant changes. And when I think of intention, again, it just brings to mind that shining the light, you know, just a path Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. where the steps can be as small or as large as they can be, but it's just the path gives us direction. Um, And it feels so liberating in my Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: it's like. Uh, if we probably would laugh at one another if we saw the absurdity of a resolution because <laughs> because you know it leaves us in a in a very compromised position of what do we do if we're sick, we can't go to the gym, what if we do? It would be like saying my my new year's resolution for two thousand seventeen is to not eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You know, we we we'd immediately see the absurdity of it. It's it's you know we're setting ourselves up to yeah. uh, for the improbability, um, and as opposed to saying I'm going to be more mindful about the food I mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Or I'll find more vegetables and bring them home with me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if we just
2: vegetables
3: expensive. that I like, that I will like. Yeah, you know. Oh, I thought you meant
1: some no vegetables. Be
3: be surprised by the vegetables I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: or I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the moment, and if my body says meat, I'm gonna eat meat. And even though I think yeah. I'm a vegetarian, um. It's those rigidities that get in the way. I remember mm-hmm. living in Boulder, mm-hmm. out near you. Uh, are you still in that area, Nikolai? Uh, 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 um, I'm sorry. I'm in Fort
3: Collins. Uh, yes, about an hour from Boulder.
1: Uh, yes, um, and and I remember it was in the early '80s when people were just figuring out about healthy eating, and there was a a, a, a big health food store right there at the base of the hill and, and there would be the most miserable looking people who were trying, you know, who looked so grossly unhappy because they were trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's so yeah. depressing to try and be perfect. Good luck with mm-hmm. that. My yeah. intention is, is to not be perfect. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. That is very true. I think rigidity can lead to so many other difficulties.
1: Yes. Yes, it can. Yes. <laughs> <Apparently so. laughs> I'm 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 healing myself as we speak. Stephanie's having epiphanies in 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 Roseville and I'm having epiphanies in Tucson.
2: <laughs> One of my everyday yeah. intentions is to be comfortable
1: with my imperfections. <laughs> oh, nice. Beautiful. I love
0: that. So maybe we can – this is a great moment. Thank you for saying that, Samantha. If we could all go around to wrap up our conversation um, and maybe name one intention that you have for yourself for the day.
2: Yep, that was mine. Be comfortable with my imperfections.
0: Thank you.
3: Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to – steal Howie's a little bit for the day um, and find some ways that I'm going to be surprised or find some ways that I'm going to experience some awe in my life today. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that.
3: Yeah, thank you.
1: how about, Howie, how about you?
3: you? Oh, how about me?
1: You go next. Uh, what, <laughs> what came to mind was uh, I'm going to see the beauty in – and all those I encounter today, mm.
0: I love that. including
1: myself mm. if I look in a mirror.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I will say that um, my intention right now is to live mindfully and be fully, fully present in each and every moment, and then to reset myself back when I to that intention when I stray from mm-hmm. it. Mm -hmm. well thank you guys for sharing your intention or an intention one of your many I'm sure Um, and um, it's about that time for us to wrap up our discussion Um, unfortunately every time I'm like oh why does this conversation have to end this has been a really full and rich discussion I really enjoyed it Um, and I do have a few quick announcements to make and then I would love to hear some parting words um, Samantha and Anka um, so I'd like to invite our listeners to join for our uh, join us for our future nurtured heart approach podcasts either by following us at Blog Talk Radio or at children's forward slash NHA hyphen podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter or on Facebook by clicking the icon. Also the registration for our Tucson 2017 Certification Training Intensive or CTI is open and we only have one month away until the, until the CTI, um, come to Tucson in January. It's 70 degrees. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: and it's generally the, 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 um, Tucson CTI is generally the most highly attended CTI each year because the attendees get to be the first ones to see Howie's latest and greatest, um, that he's come up with in his amazing mind, um, of the nurtured heart approach. And it's the birthplace of an HA. Uh, Do not miss this CTI. Please go to um, register for it if you're interested. Go to the ChildrenSuccessFoundation.com under the training tab. You can also register for the Three Stands eCourse on our website, ChildrenSuccessFoundation.com. This is a free e-course that is delivered directly to your email inbox. The emails are spaced out about three days apart to allow for application and reflection before the next one arrives. Um all NHN podcasts are recorded and archived for on demand listening pleasure. Feel free to share the link to our channel here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash nurtured heart approach. So, back to Anka and Samantha and Howie too. Do any of you guys have any last little parting words of wisdom to leave our listeners with before we wrap up our conversation?
3: Sure. Um I would encourage any everybody to Add the intention of gratitude to their daily life. Um, it's been an amazing shift in my life. And so I would recommend that strongly. Just find little ways where, just like NIJ um, stands for, you know, greatness is happening at all times. And so if we're able to really connect with that and find gratitude and appreciation in everything, I think our entire life and our entire world can shift.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: yes, Thank you I, agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree uh, I agree finding ways to be uh, thankful, grateful uh, throughout your day can absolutely transform the way that you see the world, the way that you see people the way that you interact with people and uh, it completely changes your experience every day so mm. yes, I totally agree. Add add that attitude of gratitude. I call it weaponized thankfulness. Mm.
0: Mm. Great. Well you guys, thank you so much. This has really been, like I said, just a rich discussion. Um, I really enjoyed every part of it. Um, Howie, I totally forgot to give you any any space here. Do you have any last part of parting words?
1: I, I, my parting words are just appreciation for Anka and Samantha mm-hmm. and uh, for, for dreaming into this aspect of our work and um, for um, uh, giving so much um, beautiful explanation, thought and explanation to uh, um, having it land, having it make sense. To our listeners, and mm-hmm. I am I am very grateful um, for uh, y- you caring so deeply about this work. That you know you you've, you've discerned this really inspiring place. To, especially in light of the holidays and the new year, I think it's it's a. I hope this truly helps. So many people who um, get to hear what we've talked about today. Um, I think it's brilliant and I can't thank you enough.
0: And I second
3: thank you.
1: that.
0: Thank been, you, Howie. Yes, it's been so a
2: good learning
3: experience us. on my part.
2: Yeah, I've been taking notes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you guys, thank you so much. Um, Everybody go enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy living out your intentions. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, -bye. Bye,
1: everybody.
3: Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the Nurtured Heart Approach by our hosts and our guests and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult.